0: Okay, recording. Uh, Let's not record video today. I don't (laughs) think we'll use it. Hello, hello everybody, we hope you're doing well after a big Christmas weekend, you might be on the road now, heading back home, kicking those pesky relatives out of your house, or just settling in to the gap week, the gooch week, whatever you want to call it. My name is Cad, and coming in live from the Beach House, I've got Homie with me. How you doing buddy, how was your Christmas?
1: Oh, very good Good. (laughs) Cad. I had so much NFL to watch, and I'm some, you think I'm fat before I left, and I'm fat now. Ah, you know, the one thing about American food is you can't eat a lot of it, but it ends up being a lot of it, so you end up just grazing over the weekend, or weekend, What? Are, I don't know what day it is, what are we, Wednesday? Wednesday.
0: Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah,
1: so it was, uh, I had a good time, family got on board our Christmas, uh, the NFL theme, everyone donned their colours, it was a few sad moments for a few people. Some teams went down, there was a succulent Chinese meal on the on the plate between me and Gab and uh, he's ended up successful, which I'm very sad about, but I'm sure oh. we'll dive into that in a moment, but Cad, um, how's yours?
0: Yeah, it was good, yeah, we uh, did the spread, all three families, all the meals, got it done. I didn't get to watch that many games during the festivities, otherwise I think my mum would kill me, but I did manage to watch the early games beforehand, track the scores and we've caught up now. I did notice your decorations, though, me There was a NFL football, like, Christmas tree that you guys had Yes, we had
1: um, – what are the things that you hang on the tree called? I always forget the Decorations, names. ornaments. Ornaments, yeah. We had NFL ornaments, you know. There was a, also – my sister's got some tattoos, which is quite funny. NFL tattoos. I haven't showed you those yet. But my niece at the moment is head to toe covered <laughs> with NFL tattoos. And we've taken her down the beach. And she looks like a uh, – you know, like the, the girls that work in the tattoo shops? Like <laughs> she just looks like do. a, yeah, she, it looks incredible. I'll get a snap for you. It's unbelievable, <laughs> but it's, uh, everyone's What are, what are the tattoos of? Oh. oh, it's like, I love football. There's a grid line. Oh. It's like that old iconic sort of, yeah, uh,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, and she, oh, like just below her neck is like a tattoo of like the the, the helmet and it's like she keeps like can you see my tat with my shirt on they'd say like, oh you don't like please don't get into this <laughs> <laughs> yeah you up <laughs> you, for that but it, it looks bad incredible there. yeah it's but everyone's a, so everyone was inked up for the and they, they <laughs> aren't coming off either so it's <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're still stuck for three days with them now but it's been really good so what, what was oh. the
0: uh, what was the highlight dish you obviously you're doing the, the meals themed but yeah. her team which team had the best dish you know the
1: Actually, the one that I reckon was overall the best one was Cincinnati, Cincinnati chili con carne.
0: The like chili their, con carne, real like their their version
1: of that thing. <laughs> so, Thankfully for us, mum knocked it back about back 20% of the heat. It is hot. Oh. <laughs> it is cooking. But you, you slap that on. So we slap that on the Crank Ski on the hot dog. Oh. Unbelievable. And then blue cheese across the top. Oh, mm.
0: geez. And
1: then you have a little buffalo wing on the side of that. And that's that's le- that's living, isn't it? I can, I, feel, so
0: I can feel the need for Gaviscon from here. Yeah. <laughs> like it's <gonna> yeah there's, <laughs> a,
1: let's just say there's, there's a few backed up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, gosh. All right, well, we have a full week. And, man, these games this week were, I don't know, incredible. Honestly, they they really put on a show for us. Some incredible stats came through. Unbelievable. You know, some people had 11 receptions for 265 yards. Kickers weren't making it. Quarterbacks were throwing intercepts. And big teams came in for the upset. I was astounded by this week.
1: This is the first week I, I took a moment to reflect and say, with like when trying to pick the winner.
0: Mm.
1: So this is the first week I had to factor in like the holidays. Yeah. It's like people really wanted to perform and they they turned up and those individual performances were off the chain.
0: Yeah. Teams
1: were off the chain. And it's like this was entertaining plus. And it's like, oh, big teams, big days, important days. They're playing on Christmas. They're missing. The they're, not, they're not sitting at home eating Buffalo wings like we are they yeah, like, I'm putting on a show from everyone that's watching. because yeah, you, you like, got to go back
0: home to your family, sit on the couch, especially if you're playing a home game. Or it's even sadder if you're away and you've got to get that plane home on your own, knowing that you've got family just going to have that look in their eye. They go, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, buddy. Oh, yeah, you, should you, we you talk about Christmas it? for this, did yeah. eh? For that. <laughs> Four intercepts and, and you miss yeah. family Christmas.
1: <laughs> oh, sort of. They're all pretty, like across the board, entertaining, no matter the line, It was really entertaining. I had a great time, kid. Okay.
0: Well, let's slip in to the headliners where we're going to go to one team that will be facing a very sad Christmas. All right, our first headliner here. I've got the Ravens versus 49ers. And homie, was this one of the biggest wins of the season when the Ravens traveled to San Fran on Christmas Still every potential touchdown pass of Brock Purdy, winning thirty-three to nineteen.
1: I did not expect this scoreline. <laughs> I was I was in my heart of hearts hoping the Ravens performed and it was a close game, maybe get them at the end. But this, like it turned, this whole game was incredible, And So, and I love the headlines that are rolling across all the articles today. We've got a new favorite. We've got a new favorite. <laughs> it's like a both MVP and for the. And for the Super Bowl, and everyone's like, jumping off no the ship. Was, eh? No one was writing that headline last week, <laughs> were they? No one was writing that headline. Incredible game, here, kid.
0: Uh, insane one. I, I, there's plenty to discuss, and I, I want to start with the first points that were actually put on the board in this game. To walk you through it, Lamar Jackson takes the snap. There's pressure coming. He drops back quite dangerously into his own end zone in an effort to kind of escape the rush. The ref then furiously running backwards, trying to drop back as quickly as he can, trips and falls on his ass. Lamar then trips over the ref, attempting to pass, passes it to nobody. It's called intentional grounding. The refs then award a safety to the 49ers, just two points. Wild start, but what did you think of this call, homie? Was this fair? I I didn't have full commentary on for this, so what
1: was was, going um, on? I was brought, this was brought to my attention by my nephew yelling out,
0: he's over the ref.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what's going on in slow-mo is incredible. I thought they picked him for intentional grounding, which gave
0: them the safety. They did. so Yes. But yeah. he, so when was, he's throwing the pass, he trips over the ref as he's doing yeah. the motion.
1: But there was no one even in the vicinity, even if he, the ref wasn't there. I think it's because it's like if the ref is, if it hits the ref, it's play on its general rules. It's like whatever happens happens. So I don't really have a problem with it, but it was entertaining. And then to see it too on the board, was really good. Yeah, yeah. Time. I was
0: looking for the score going from like yeah. day to- there was a 5-3 score at some point. I thought, oh surely it's score, right? <laughs> uh well, I was I was kind of watching that nervously and I thought, oh, if the Chiefs, if that had happened to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, that would just be the biggest uproar. The refs are failing again, ra rah rah, rah. But Lamar didn't let him get him down. He was kind of having a laugh. My biggest concern here was, oh man, if the 49ers win by two points they are going to be livid. Wasn't the case. We have to talk about Purdy. The main headline that's going around everywhere, he threw for 255 yards, zero touchdowns, and four incredibly costly interceptions. I think if you put it down to anything, I I think you can just put it down to one thing. That is what lost the 49ers the game this week.
1: It would be. Like, that is the factor. That's the statistic that we're going to look at and, but it's like he's one part of that system. It's like I, I know we i feel like everyone's jumped, wanted this game from Purdy to jump off him.
0: Yeah, because yeah.
1: he's been so consistent at being consistent. He's like he doesn't—he doesn't really throw those dangerous passes. But it's like I think it's—I think it's okay to have a bad game. It's whether—it's whether he can will be defined by this game or we'll actually come back from it. I don't have a problem with it. They played a top-level defense here. They put pressure on him. That was. Right in his face, and we're starting to learn is once you get to Purdy, can you make a big difference against them?
0: Yeah, and I think that you know Purdy is Dak Prescott or he's the Cowboys in the same terms where they go, oh they're great, look at them, they're on a winning streak, and when they choke, everyone just points the finger and boos them and says this is terrible, you're the worst we've ever seen in our lives. I don't think that's very fair, but 100 percent these four intercepts cost them every opportunity to score. McCaffrey did his part, 103 yards and a touchdown. Bren Nayuk, 113 yards, six catches. George Kittle had an excellent game taking advantage of the Ravens. You saw Ravens would play a single high coverage when they have a single high safety. Kittle just cutting underneath, having a field day, plenty of time to run. And my point there with that at the receptions is that Purdy was throwing really well. And he throws a nice ball. He really does. It looks excellent when he plays. And a lot of the 49ers offense was great. Just when it got to those Purdy interceptions, it stopped the complete momentum of their offense and any attempt to really score here.
1: When we saw that three-game losing stretch, this was a very similar style to how they lost those games, and I think that's what we're probably more concerned. About. It's when they chase the game, Purdy doesn't look very good. Mm. Like he, when he keeps pushing that extra yard, that extra pass, then it, then the turnovers come. So it's like if you can get out and if you can put them under that pressure, yeah you might get those turnovers, but they'll double down on those turnovers and you can turn one to two to three to four and walk away with a pretty comprehensive win here, Kat.
0: Yeah, I think that you made the good point. The Ravens are a good defense. Like they've got a great offense, we know that, but the defense here was aggressive. What I kind of loved is when they were deflecting or spoiling these passes from Purdy, not only the anticipation they had to get in front of the ball, but especially in the deflections, they almost volleyball spike it straight up in the air to give them an opportunity to intercept. They knew whoever was deflecting it couldn't get hands on it, push it straight up in the sky, Ravens had come in and collect it, and it just changed the game for them.
1: There was so many times, that this, even this whole weekend, where the ball like looked like it was almost on a string to someone. It was just yeah. like, how is that going up there? <laughs> oh, my, oh, what? Oh, okay, it's landed with that. Like, what is this ball doing? And it's like, but I think that's how they seem to play it now. It's like... Let's just see if we can take it away. Yeah, like It doesn't hurt if they catch it again, but we're around the ball, so let's try and get it.
0: Yeah, we've got the most chance here because all your receivers should be going in in different directions. I think very tough for Purdy on this one. I'm not going to hold them against them. The 49ers are still a dominant force. Anyone who's saying that they're broken now I think is wrong. I think what was worse for Purdy, though, is when Sam Darnold came onto the field for the 49ers as the backup and Purdy got benched. Uh, and he was there the entire fourth quarter and managed to throw a touchdown when Purdy couldn't. Which I was like, <laughs> oh, it's just not what you want. Don't well, kick a man when he's a quarterback. You know, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> so I'm telling you, I'm
1: teaching you a lesson. I think he knows his lesson. I, like, yeah. here.
0: I think it's likely they're going. Look, it doesn't matter. We're going to the playoffs anyway. Let's yeah, just probably, keep Brock healthy. And I think that's what him. I saw with the four sacks. You know, last year we saw the playoffs. They couldn't get through anyway because Purdy was injured and everyone else was injured. And you kind of go, oh. Will history repeat here? So good thing to pull them off the field. Well done to the Ravens. Now they Thank lead you the, for the conference, blowing this everything. whole
1: competition up. Ravens, oh, that is—it's is,
0: it's what we wanted. Yeah, not what we picked,
1: but what not we what we wanted. picked, but what we wanted. <laughs> yeah. And we now know that they can. Any team can beat any team at the moment. So that's what we want. Exactly. And right. talking about that, I'm moving <laughs> on to our other headline game: the Chiefs versus the Raiders. One we did not expect to put in this this slot at least, um, the Raiders, our disruptors. They found a way to knock off the Chiefs 20-14 to 14. the Raiders yes. win this one. And uh, I'll tell you, it's it's straight off the bat of the Raiders' defense. These disruptors, unbelievable <laughs> in this game, Cad. They have, have appeared to make it um, very tough for the Chiefs now to uh, to get any momentum running into this game. I think teams might have worked out the Chiefs as well. If you unsettle them, oh yeah, you can really get under their grill, they're right? A bit, they're yeah. a bit
0: sensitive at the moment, it seems. that One yeah. one attack, it all starts to fall down for them.
1: Do you struggle? I, I can't now, um, after speaking with Darren Bennett, I can't unhear like every time. <laughs> Travis speak, Kelsey, Kelsey drops you, the ball.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm, yeah. Mm, Stop yeah. focusing on your girlfriend who was up there in a Christmas outfit and I thought... Oh, that's cool. She's come to the Christmas game. And then and Travis get dropping the ball again.
1: <laughs> it's, it, the Chiefs are uh, now, it's like they are the Chiefs now. Like this is the Chiefs team now, isn't it? Yeah, like,
0: it's, uh, it's happened enough. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We can't write it off now as a form slump. You can't write it off as something they need to fix. They've had time to fix it. They've had their opponents to fix it. You know, we, we the Raiders, in, incredible defense. And like they put the pressure on it. Crosby, I think he. He was like fifty percent sacking and pressures on the on the quarterback and there were all this all these metrics for the defense. But the Chiefs, you're playing the Raiders who sacked their coach midseason, mm-hmm. and you you can't put up a you can't put up a win. Like what is this team that the Chiefs are putting out there now?
0: Yeah, I think they must be really we've talked about it earlier in the season, but they must really be missing Eric Bianami, the offensive coordinator who led them to the Super Bowls, now with the Washington Commanders part of their rebuild. And you saw that clip of Mahomes getting a little bit upset, a little bit whiny, and he looked like he was about to cry, honestly. He just kind of looks like that kid who cries when he loses sport in PE or whatever. But he kept mouthing this phrase, which is, call the damn or call the effing play. And I think he was saying that to his coaches. And I don't know if that's Andy Reid or the offensive coordinator who should be playing it, but there seemed to be a big miscommunication between what they were meant to be running and what they actually did end up running.
1: Yeah, but if you're doing, you're the guy that communicates to your squad out there. Just tell them whatever you want. If you want to, you can just pretend the mic's not working, right? That's like, what oh, mean, I can't hear anything. I a lot of quarterbacks have done play. that.
0: They want to run their own play scheme yeah. anyway. Oh, oh, the mic
1: isn't working. I can't hear anything. Okay, let's run this. Like, yeah. I feel like Patrick. Like, everyone at the moment can see how to beat the Chiefs for the first time, and so you almost like troll them. They get in their own head and you just watch them implode. And it's <laughs> unbelievable,
0: right? Well, the Raiders didn't complete a pass after the first quarter and still won this game. Is that right? Yeah, it's incredible here
1: because it's like Aiden O'Connell did not put up much offensive at all. I think he went, I think he might have got 62 total yards. I'm not <laughs> sure if that was the whole game or that was the first half, but I think that's all he put up. And they still managed to win this one. But running back Zamir White, he, he finished the game with 145 yards, 22 rush. Uh, 22 rushing attempts. Like Josh Jacobs is out of this game. He's been out for two weeks now. You think how can they put up anything at all here? <laughs> off the back of that, off the back of their defense, like heck, a game where the Chiefs lose to just the pure. It's pure defensively they've lost yeah, this game. Yeah, and I just think, ooh, yeah, they weren't that Christmas here. bell cat. <laughs> there is alarms everywhere yeah. for this team, right? <laughs>
0: Especially you coming cannot. up over the new year, they're meant to be where they always are, cruising in to the playoffs at the number one spot in the AFC. They're meant to be feeling as good as possible, and I think this year it's very uncomfortable that they feel rattled. I'm Just
1: trying to bring up the table now, because as well, because our
0: disruptors, they
1: must be—they're they be chopping at along the bit. There.
0: Yeah, they're I think seven and eight or eight and seven, maybe just behind. Yeah, so two the
1: behind the Chiefs, so probably. But they must be in the hunt now. So, But good on them. They're really... This also, it must cement the coach as, the, as they, their coach oh, year, I right? want
0: that so badly as well. Like the coach to the Raiders who's coming as his interim is just obviously building a massive, massive defense here and some energy in these guys. If he actually had a starting quarterback and some money behind him and some authority to start from training camp, who knows what these Raiders can can achieve. This
1: also shows me where attitude can win games as well. And so they just turned up, they're ready, and they just took the game. Like they didn't care what Chiefs were doing, they took every moment that they could to try and win this game, and they won it. Incredible.
0: Well done to the Raiders, then. I'm moving on to our last headliner, even though I think there's a few more that we could cram in there. We've got the Dolphins versus the Cowboys. In a tight, tight matchup, the Dolphins took the victory over the Cowboys 22-20, ending the game with a field goal, homie. Massive feather in the Dolphins' cap because they're actually able to take on a decent team and beat them. The Cowboys started rolling hot too. I saw this first drive, and I really thought the Dolphins were in trouble because the Cowboys just looked in rhythm. They didn't look like they were going to choke out of this one, but they did a great job turning Pollard around. That he entered the he entered the end zone, but the ball didn't. Looked at, at a weird touchdown call that ended up being reversed. Got to give credit to Miami defense here. I think the Cowboys looked like they could have put about thirty points on the board.
1: I really um, struggled to analyze this game because I was just enjoying it so much. <laughs> it was uh, uh, it was such a good. Get. We had two. I was like reminding myself we had two questions coming in here: Can Cowboys win on the road? Can Miami beat a top tier team? And it was like one one shot is they could do it and yeah. it's like uh, the dolphins credit to you cuz it's like uh, this is a game we expect them to drop right mm-hmm. you know it's like uh, you know and we always give them the out as well but it's like uh, I didn't want that out for them this week and they didn't want it either and they really tour in that last quarter he was amazing he put up some incredible passes and connections there to to keep them in a game where they shouldn't be there so
0: against the cowboys defense we what we got to remember is that's an excellent excellent defense most of these points weren't from touchdowns. It was from Jason Sanders, the kicker of the Dolphins, who had five field goals. That's 15 points there, really put him through. So they still struggled to get through in the end zone, but this guy had an absolute huge day for the team, for the team to rely on him.
1: You can see there was actually a trend over the whole weekend <coughs> that kickers kept kept them in the games. So there was a lot of chance, a lot of red zone problems this week. Yeah. Like, and you can put that down to defense. So you can put that down to connections or injuries, but it seems like kickers showed their true value this week in a lot of games and keeping like the quarterback got them into position, but they couldn't hit the red zone. The kicker then has to elevate the team. And that's what yeah. a lot of good teams did this week. They just produced on that line. When they couldn't get there, they still got the three points and it ends up being so valuable when you get to the end.
0: Exactly. That's why you got to credit the Miami defense for even though they had to rely on field goals, they were able to keep the Cowboys back on this one. Also going to give out some chocolates to Raheem Mostert undrafted rookie, he went from team to team early, but he got first time ever 1,000 yards in his career and first time in a long time the Dolphins have had a running back who's done that, so well done to him. We did see Tyreek Hill back in this one, got 99 yards and I just all I could think is he's killed someone's Christmas multi. Just, yep. just a 99 yards
1: there. Just that one shot. You can <laughs> never get that little <laughs> present, can you? But he's on track now. He's back on track. Get that 2,000. He's about to break his own Miami record as well. So he, I think he needs 100 more to break the Miami record, his mm. own Miami record.
0: Does he have I to do that movie. regular season, Dina? Do you
1: know? I don't know if they can go into postseason, but yeah. I'd love to know. Hopefully it does because I want to see him get 2000 for sure. That'd oh, be amazing. Man.
0: Dolphins and the Ravens. The AFC is now absolutely churning. Time to go to the roundup.
1: All right, Cat, I've got the straight off the bat, the Rams and the Saints. Now, the Rams, what's going on here? They are a team I like now. Oh.
0: Yeah, I think you've been a bit of a fan with the Rams since yeah, like day dawn, they. to be honest. Yeah,
1: I was just like, I was trying to be kind to people, not saying that I've predicted another one like I did the Ravens, but, you know, you've got to be careful. you got to be careful here. So they've really... They're really growing, this team, though. They're really – they've basically put themselves in the hunt. I don't know if you've got the table there, Cad, yep. where they are, but they are really on the edge now of playoffs, and I'm excited by this team. get out of this game, though, it's like it – there's only four connections. It's Kukup, <laughs> Nakua. Kyron Williams. Tyron, Kyron Williams, and there was one other guy. I'm sorry, I've alluded – I've forgotten his name already, but it's like – we just did the same thing over and over again, but they do it so well. And Stafford is just charging this team around like nothing else. Ooh, should use you charge no. your archenemy?
0: <laughs> Ramming this team around? Nah, it doesn't have the same ring. <laughs> that sounds a bit wrong. I yeah, think you were talking about Demarcus Robinson in this That's game. the guy. Man, he so was kind he- of watching this game. I was like, who's this bloke? Like, I know he's been around, but he was making some huge catches.
1: That was it, and it was like, oh, okay, now we've got four. So there's four in the team. <laughs> it's like, is it a crazy team? I, I love that what they're putting up. They should not have got this. They should not be at this point with this team, and they just keep growing and growing. And it's like they are going to be a dangerous team if you get them in the playoffs, if they can make it. That is, it's so like they're yeah. still on that edge, but they're, they're eight-seven
0: with everyone else. I feel All right now. Yeah, but they feel free. to be the
1: most in form of that hunt pack, and I just think the Saints. on the other side of the fence here, Cad, you're not, you just don't want it, do you? You don't want it. What's going on here? Can you just put up the performance that we need?
0: It's as close as they'll get to a win here and uh, I guess of their division for a long time and they won't be able to cap it. I feel the Saints are dead and buried. I'm pretty confident one of their division rivalries can win it all and take the division title next week if they get the victory. The Rams, I think they are currently in playoff contention. They're 8-7. and And there is a lot of seven and eight rolling around in the NFC. So they just got to hold on, hold on for dear life because the Seahawks are coming up behind them and they had a big game this week that we'll get to soon. Yeah,
1: but they're doing the right thing. This is really a week where teams told us, you know, you win, you're giving yourself every chance to make it. If you dropped off, ooh, it's a hard road home from here.
0: Moving it on to the Steelers versus the Bengals and Rudolph with his nose so bright led the Steelers to a blowout on our Christmas Eve. 34-11 to against the Bengals. You said it in the preview, Holby. A random QB named Mason Rudolph appears to play his first game of the season on Christmas Eve, and he leads the Steelers to the most impressive offensive game yet. The NFL must be scripted. How does that even... What are the odds of that even happening? Who has a christmas theme name?
1: I don't know where this come from, but I was, like, I was almost cranky as it was <laughs> unfolding. Didn't, didn't take the I was pick. like, I knew it. Like, I knew this. <laughs> like, you can't see something like that and go past it, can you? And then to see a Steelers team that you're like, where's this as well? Like, where is well, this that's be? what I was
0: going to ask you. He threw for 290 yards and two tutties, unleashing the potential of George Pickens, who everyone's been talking about. We've needed George Pickens. He's going to be an impact player. He's going to do some of the most amazing stuff you've ever seen this season. He's been literally nothing. This game, he had four receptions, get this four, for 195 yards and two touchdowns.
1: The thing is, like, Pickens, like, he's a freak, right? Yeah. He's a... He only needed four receptions to get 195 yards. What? Come on! Like, where is this theme? Why does it take Santa's friend to do this for everyone?
0: (laughs) Like, come on! What? What? Do you think it's Kenny Pickett all along? Was it Kenny Pickett all along that just couldn't get done? Well, it has to be.
1: It has to be a combination of that and the play calling.
0: Yeah, it's uh, so. We changed that.
1: Like, even I know I have to throw it to Kenny Pickett. George
0: Pickett. George Pickett.
1: <laughs> George Pickett. <laughs> but it's like, come on. Like, I know I have to throw it to him. He's also a giant. If you see him on the field, I feel like he could just underarm it and just let him catch it over the top of everyone. <laughs> He's that big. But it's like the Steelers haven't scored 30 plus. They've scored 30 plus once last season and once. This season. Wow. <laughs> I wish I'd found this stat before, but it's both times against the Bengals. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah, so that I, was the I have such saying fear
0: them. of these records. Um, you know, there's always these ones in the NFL where they go for the last forty years, the Bengals haven't won on Christmas Eve. Let's say like that isn't actually a stat, but let's say it was. For some reason, I think majority of the ones i am seen this year, they keep coming true. And yeah. we saw it with the Sea Seahawks versus the Eagles that they'd never been beaten, And you thought, Oh well, it's different now. But history repeats, and you got to look out for it. Mike Tomlin before the game apparently told the players, "Scared money don't make money," meaning absolutely hang it out there and go for it because what have we got to lose at this point?
1: But I think I like a Steelers team that does it. They look better for it, and it's like too often. Well, this, like I said, like teams were prepped this week. You saw the Steelers in the first five minutes. I don't know if you caught it live, but I watched it, and I was just like, "Yeah, this is." They're done. Like the Bengals are not winning this so game. When the Steelers
0: but. are on, as we've said, same with the Falcons, which we'll get to later. Yeah. But when they're on, yeah, they're really damn good and they're going to put 33 up on the board.
1: But does this mean the fairy tale is over for the Bengals, Cad? What are you thinking?
0: I don't think so. I think Jake Browning, I think, still had what seems like a great performance for any QB 300 plus yards, touchdown, mm-hmm. but intercepts killed him here. He gave three away which shut down the game very similar to what we saw in the games we were talking about previously. Still, there's still a chance in the wildcard race here. They're tied up with multiple other eight and seven teams. I still have hope in the Bengals kind of coming through. I don't know. Let's see.
1: Let's see. Let's hope for it because it's, uh, it's a hard way to end for them. Let's yeah. hope they can hold on just a little bit longer. So
0: To be honest, I think when Joe Burrow went down, they're just happy to see yeah, anything was good done. happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just this little hope. There's this little hope that sort of sits there. But they've done well to get this point. Let's see if they can hold on. I'm going on to a team now that is officially eliminated. <laughs> that is our charges, Cad.
0: I haven't prepared any words, but maybe just... I have. Oh, no way. You cost me... Succulent Chinese dinner. (laughs) Did you bet on the (laughs) charges?
1: I took them with my brother. He goes to the bills. We're at the same holiday home, so we have to bet on it, right? So, on the line, a succulent Chinese meal. And, unfortunately, for me, the charges... Played a pretty good game. Yeah. So got they actually <laughs> did. They this game for a lot longer than I expected. I game. think
0: what's more crushing here is it looked like the Chargers actually had a shot, and the words "don't uh, bet against a team who just fired their head oh, coach" were ringing in my exactly, ears.
1: That's exactly what my notes were like, and you know, I was ringing the whole game. I'm like, "You, this was your time. This is your time. You picked them, and they got slammed <laughs> by the Raiders. Why did you pick them when they're going to win against the Bills?" But <laughs> unfortunately for us. You know, again, a story where the kicker was invaluable.
0: Yeah, Cameron Dicker scoring 16 points for the Chargers with five out of five field goals made.
1: Yeah, including a 53 yarder in the fourth quarter to take the lead with five minutes, 26 remaining. Ooh. You know, Easton Stick, he'd had a good game. Still got the... One thing that we haven't lost with Brennan Staley going is the redstone issues for the Chargers. <laughs> and uh, it sort of ended here with the Bills, you know, they've come over the top of us, the... They got the W. I don't know if I was impressed by the W, but they did a lot of big chunk plays. It was like they kind of didn't feel like they wanted to play against the Chargers, and they were just like, ah, oh, there's a 53-yarder to to that person. That's good enough, right? Yep, that's good enough. I don't know if it's the form we've seen from the Bills, but I think they'll be pretty stoked just to get the win here, can.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think the Bills probably weren't ready for a bit more of an attack, you know, even with a coach leaving and everything like that. The Chargers haven't been able to score, but... Ace and Stick did enough to get him down the field and, and put some points on the board and actually stress him out a little bit. But I think from the second quarter, the Bills were pretty much in control of this game. They shouldn't have been sweating much.
1: And thank you, Chargers, for showing me some resilience, but then also losing. So we get that draft. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a win yeah, for the team. Yeah, baby. Win for the team. that and <laughs> Well, we both did end up tipping the official team of Onside Punch, the Washington Commanders. But sadly, they are still yet to win under our banner, losing 30-28 to to the New York Jets. Now, this game was looking to be a blowout. Jets scored two touchdowns and a field goal in the first quarter, then another field goal by the time the Commanders even got on the board. The Jets replied with a touchdown before the half, and then it just looked like the tide had turned. Commanders then score three touchdowns in a row, unanswered. They were back in this game, 27-28. Now at this point in the game I receive a text from my esteemed co-host, Homie, and it reads, "We are the masters, go Commanders." <laughs> 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 then what happened, Tommy? Oh. What happened oh, to no no, <laughs> talk about? Again. <laughs> 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 the Commanders oh. failed to score again on their last drive and the Jets put a field goal through with 5 seconds left, sealing the game. Now, I think Homie, we were the only two people who picked the Commanders. And we, oh. I switched my thing back. I think you forgot to put your tip in for this one. You did, forgot to change it. I left. I, uh, I, not, I not that I forgot command. to change
1: it. I hadn't gone back and then checked my tips again to make sure <laughs> that I'd because I'd done my research and I knew that the 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 Jets' defense was well mm-hmm. should have well maintained the Commanders, which was even which we saw in the first half, and yeah. then to see the Commanders come back with Brissett as well. So Samoa gets benched, which I'm still yeah, disappointed I'm about. Get bit... that sacks up. Yeah. Get well, mate, he, up.
0: he had two intercepts and in, had a completion rate of twenty seven percent.
1: NFL history on the line, you can get the <laughs> sacks. Like get the yeah. sacks. <laughs> <Did> the <sax laughs> and then this car coming home, and I, was, I was so excited for this. <laughs> oh, I was, I've never been more excited than my heart broken when that field go
0: goes oh. through. Oh. <laughs> we are the masters. I really just want to get that on a t shirt for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need it. With the Washington
1: Commanders logo. <laughs> <laughs> Official team outside, but oh, oh, it was disappointing. It, was
0: it does look like Sam is going to be warming the bench. Probably not in in uh, Washington next year, but likely somewhere else. Rivera hasn't indicated who's going to start, but uh, you know a lot has changed for the Commanders. Thanks for giving us some excitement. We haven't had much to be happy about with you guys for a while. But that's all right. We're moving it on to, homie, you've got a big matchup.
1: Yeah, the Vikings versus the Lions. And this became a surprise game here when the Vikings did not want to go away. They stayed in this game the whole time. And they only really lost to two superstars from the Lions here. Jameer Gibbs is having it. What a season he's having, Cad.
0: I kind of just forget he's a rookie. I think we just kind of, we talk about him every single week because he's damn good. And you're, just like, it, okay, it? No, you're an established player now. You don't have the excuses that a rookie has. Here's
1: a, a pop quiz for you. Try and think of the other running back now.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, we're forgetting. Um, Craig Reynolds, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is a rugby league player. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's a receiver at the lines. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Reynolds. Yeah, no, yeah. oh, he's a running back. He is a running back on the. Ah, there you go. Just uh, ah, ESPN. Oh. He's not well, the one you we were talking season. about, though. You're talking about David no, Montgomery. So,
1: Montgomery. <laughs> Montgomery, right? That. The guy who was blowing up the start of the season, right? Yeah. And it's like, we've forgotten about him because Javier Gibbs is just like, Taking the he's job. the shining light here. He is beautiful. And it's like, he's also been joined by. Is it Aman Saint Brown for the Amon Lions? Ra. it yeah, Aman Ra? Yeah, the two brothers. I always get them confused. Which name goes first? But Saint Brown will go with. He had twelve catches for 106 yards, and most of that production was in the second half. and those two players really carried the Lions through to this win. Um, they ended up winning 30 to 24, and oof, these Vikings, these Minnesota Vikings, they are. Dying a slow death this year in twenty twenty three. They have been holding on to this in the hug spot for so long. And they just cannot get a win cat to yeah. save their season.
0: Nah, not at all. It's a bit rough there over there in Minnesota. How was it watching the game with number one Sandy?
1: Oh, she got excited. She thought she thought she was a chance. She what it was up and about. Nah. <laughs> Heartbroken. Lucky she's the same supporter, Esther. I mean, the same support of AFL, yeah. same you. But she's used to this heartbreak; like she expects <laughs> this. So, but it is a slow, painful death for them. She is not enjoying it. Mullins, she thought they were going to be the savior. Yep. What a weird game by him. So he's had a, almost a career high, four hundred eleven yards, but then four intercepts. <laughs>
0: <What a laughs> good give us a chance this week. I mean, oh, they're either crazy. giving it away or killing it. My God. Yeah, so
1: they had a chance in the final minute to sort of steal this one, and but the Lions' defense held up too strong here, Cad. And they just get away with a W and probably sealing, not probably,
0: no, have definitely have
1: sealed their top division.
0: They've won the title for the NSC North for the first time in a long, long while and clinching a playoff game at home, which is just amazing to see what Dan Campbell has done. The bunch of rookies... And Jared Goff, who we all thought was a discarded quarterback when they first signed him.
1: Yeah, well done here. I think it's since 1992 that, that since they've clinched this, amazing outcome. And gosh, it'll be hard to get a ticket to that final.
0: Ooh. Well, uh, there's actually what is lining up. And if the Rams stay in the position they're in, there should be the first playoff game, should be the Lions versus the Rams. Ooh. And the reason that's exciting is Stafford used to be the Lions QB. That is tasty. Stocks used to be the Rams QB. There was a switch up there.
1: Who is writing these scripts, Kat? Who is <laughs> writing
0: these scripts, eh? Hey? I don't know. He's friends with whoever Mason Rudolph is, I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs>
0: Moving it on. Oh I've got
1: to get one before we go on. Bad news out of this one, though. Minnesota, Hawkinson, he's done an MCL and an ACL, so Ooh. that's not fun. Okay. So bad hit there. So sort of that chopping of the knee. So not good for the Vikings going forward.
0: I did just remember that footage. Did you see in the Chiefs game as Isaiah Pacheco try to sit on the medical table? No. Uh-huh. Uh, he went to sit on the medical table to maybe get examined or get a massage or whatever, and it just folded in half on him. Oh. <laughs> completely broke. This is the thing that surprised me. This is like a billion-dollar
1: industry. <laughs> they have a shitty blue tent with a massage table you get from Audi, and then they they chuck them on golf carts and fold <laughs> in half. It just weirds me out. <laughs>
0: they're not doing <laughs> too well over there alright we've got one game before the break we've got the Browns who came in strong against the Texans winning 36-22 to in a matchup of Davis Mills and Case Keenum versus Joe Flacco which I think if anyone looks back and asks us how was the 2023 season we could just say that we can say Davis Mills apparently they played right
1: each there. other 10 years ago <laughs> 10 years ago <laughs> well, what's going on
0: it's unreal because Joe Flacco, he's thriving right now. 368 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Now, I told him to only throw one instead of three. He met me in the middle. Fair enough. But the main man here was none other than Amari Cooper. Again, another wild stat. Similar to George Pickens, but I think even more impressive. 265 yards for only 11 catches plus two touchdowns. It has to be one of the best receiving stats all season, let alone multiple seasons. I'd say, and I, I looked at someone else in fantasy who had him over fifty points in fantasy. That's worth.
1: Oh, he's killed fantasy teams this week. It is unbelievable. I was trying. I was. I was actually watching. This one was like a red zone game, so I was sort of flipping in and out, and they kept saying like, where he was up to, and I couldn't quite grasp it. I was like, "Is
0: he quarterback? No, no, they
1: can't. They, they're surely talking about Flacco, not." Like, not Amari Cooper. And I was like, nah, that was his individual stats. And I, I've never seen anything like it. It was incredible.
0: It's amazing. And, uh, you know, as I and every other person who's versing them in the playoffs, Amari Cooper in the in the final rounds, I hope it was a one-off. I just don't think you can do that again. But it does show that Joe has a connection with Cooper here. And the Browns have revived a team that had a pretty dead offense. And they're in contention. With a fourth-string quarterback. This Browns team,
1: I'm, I'm getting a little bit like, oh, I'm really buying into this team. They've got that real f- win from anywhere sort of – And you they don't will...
0: want to, right? It's not pretty. None of it's pretty, but you're like – No, but,
1: got, but when you're after your fourth you. fourth quarterback, nothing can be pretty, right? No. <laughs> it's They have been stripped of all their. they are just riding this, and it's like, how far can they ride it? I'm so excited for this Browns team.
0: Well, people are talking about Kevin Stefanski as – potentially coach of the year, because I think there's a lot of contenders this year. Guaranteed, Dan Campbell, great story. Um, there's a couple others run, right? D'Amico Ryans. We're talking about the Texans, what he did. But the Browns, you can't ignore four quarterbacks and still persevering and unlocking an offense. It's incredible what that whole coaching team has done.
1: Yeah, but you spoke about D'Amico Ryans and he must really want CJ back quickly. <laughs> if he didn't line up for this game. It's, uh, oh, I want him back. It's hurting me. I can't watch these Texans without him.
0: Yeah, Dad got me a Texans hat for Christmas, and it was bittersweet because I love the Texans. When they had CJ and looked at it, I thought, oh, do I have to wear it? I think I have to wear it next year. <laughs> so come on, CJ, get yeah, back. Get back on. I want to wear it. new win, but, You
1: know, they've had a bit of luck because no one's won in their division, so they've still got a sneaky chance here. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> All right, Cat, I'm taking this to the Panthers versus the Packers. And we you talked about my voice running around in your head. Yours was running around in my head. As it look like the Panthers were going to take this game? And I told you, you can't. they can't win. They can't win this game. they got no rights to win this game. But, you know, the Packers, we saw both teams of Packers. We saw the beautiful, the flowing, the high-scoring team shutting out the other team in the first half. No, nah, not in the second half. They brought out the other team, the one that likes to give up leads, showdown, and usually lose. But luckily for them, they were playing the Panthers. So they got away with this one. Ended up being 30-33 to 33 with a late field goal here, Cad. Very lucky. Very, oh, very I, lucky.
0: I really thought this was going to come through for the Panthers. I didn't tip him. Don't worry. But when I saw that scoreline, I thought, come on, baby. Let's just knock this one out.
1: I must say, though, Bryce Young's development over the last... Month, yeah, I can see the player that was picked at number one. I what, can what start happened to a month ago? It. They fired the coach, <laughs> so it's working. They fired a coach that was supposed to be good at developing rookie quarterbacks, and now say. the rookie quarterback is developing lovely. <laughs> Work that one out for
0: me, Cad. <laughs> it's a tough one, but I, that's positive to see. What are you seeing with Bryce Young? Is it the passing, the choice to, it's to run? It's, uh-huh. he's, he's
1: got when he's not staying in the pocket, just. Absorbing all that pressure, he's he's a different type of player. And he, when he chooses to run and run effectively, he's actually it's really smooth. It's really smooth. And then he opens up the field a lot more. You know? It's something I was saying. I got to obviously watch them a bit more because we don't really watch the Panthers because they're not much to watch. But yeah. He's really. I, I'm like, oh, I like this kid. He's got a bit going on. And like I said, he's the only rookie one out of that batch to survive the season. So. <laughs> He's got durability. And he's Not like one of the most
0: the sacked, sacked quarterbacks in the league, so he's doing well. All right, moving it on. We've got the Seahawks who took the win over the Titans this week, further improving their shot at the playoffs. Ryan Tannehill returned for this game. Generally unimpactful, I thought. Derek Henry, though, returned to form after that worst career effort he'd ever had. Uh, he even added in a touchdown pass of his own. So he threw one oh, for down. a tutty. Yeah, good to get the, a win in there. You know? The defense of the Seahawks put six sacks on the Titans and Geno Smith looked great as he returned. Seahawks, though, still need to win out for the rest of the season. They've got the Steelers and the Cardinals to beat if they want a chance at the playoffs. You reckon they're a little bit nervous of Rudolph and the Steelers now? Yeah, they should be.
1: That's a big <laughs> matchup. That is a big matchup. I Straight off the bat, I'm struggling to know who... Oh, actually, this might decide. Did, pay, did Pete Carroll wear his hat backwards at the press conference after? No, I didn't know? think
0: this was as worthy of bragging. Like, it was only... The Seahawks won 20-17.
1: Like, not a right, dominant I victory. find Tennessee so dangerous at the moment, though. With it's that, we'll never say, Yeah, Like, you, you give them... They're close. They can take this game. I was nervous the whole way here for the Seahawks. All right, Cad. I know you're cranky about it, because I'm cranky about <laughs> I'm it. The so Falcons cranky. teams versus the Cults. Oh. Okay, so... Here it is, everyone. The Falcons. They know what to do now. All right. So you can start <laughs> picking them again. Gosh, this was this is frustrating. Not, it was a great victory. They ran out 29 to 10 victors over the, the Colts. The Falcons, they played Taylor Heineke. Yes. And I think it fixed all their problems because you know what they did? They went the risk-averse line. Short passes, not much danger. And yes, we're going to use our runners.
0: Wait, Bijan Robertson was involved and they won a game? Yep. What? <laughs> we had Bijan
1: Robertson, Tyler Agia, and Cordell Patterson yep. combined 38 touches, racking up 243 of the 403 offensive yards for the Falcons. Yes, it is that easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just ridiculous here. Like, I was messaging with one of our mates and saying, You know, I really hope the Colts win this because I'm enjoying the Gardner show. Who isn't? But I did want Arthur Smith fired. But just when you think he's done enough, he turns around and goes, I'll do it your way for a week. Sure, we'll win, but I'm going to go back and do it my way and lose for the rest of the season. Do you trust yes. them next week, Omi? Oh, mean, that's a question I've got no, I never day. trust them. This team
1: is the most frustrating out of the bunch. Well, they're the up against Saints...
0: the Bears on New Year's Day. That could be a really, Ooh, really tricky one.
1: That's a good game. That's mm-hmm. a good game. But we'll get to the Bears in a minute. Uh, they shortened the field here, yeah, Lockhart, and they basically controlled possession. The Colts did not play. I'll leave it to their coach. This wasn't us, and it was not. The Colts were not a team. They didn't put up any points. Obviously, Pittman was out, um, wide receiver for the Colts, and I think maybe shows his importance a little bit. Yeah. But the other injury was Julian Blackmon. Uh, so he got a – he suffered an injury to his shoulder, and he is now on injury reserve as their safety. Mm. It could be a big out for them as well. So the Colts are not showing form at the right time of the season here, Cade.
0: Yeah, I think – It's nice to see that the Colts have earned the status of that's just not them because I think we had the opposite opinion at the beginning of the season. They need those those guys back as quickly as possible because I feel they've been holding on to games by scoring hugely and if that is taken away, their defense can't hold another team back. It's an interesting one there. But we're going to another NFC South team where the Buccaneers... Demolish, And I mean demolish the Jacksonville Jaguars, 30-12. to 12. Let me give you the scoring summary here, homie. Bucks went field goal, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, touchdown, field goal before the Jags even got their first points on the board, which was in the last seconds of the third quarter. They did what you wanted them to do. Baker dominated this game.
1: Yeah, and uh, obviously there's rumors circulating that there, he's going to be their man moving forward as well. It's all 2024. They like. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's like we, we follow this in early episode. He chose to go to this club, and he is embracing every moment, every opportunity. Look, this was a nice game for us who picked Tampa to be like,
0: oh yeah, cool. You like, did what we wanted you to do,
1: and it was like the Jags were favorite. They were at home. You know, there were so many elements pointing their direction and oof. it did not. Trevor Lawrence up. on the other side of the fence, they they look in shambles at the moment, Cade.
0: No, nah, Lawrence hadn't trained with the team all week and it looked bad, just over fifty percent in completion, two interceptions, sacked twice. Series of poor turnovers by everyone on the offense. And I think not training with the team is one thing, but you have rookies who stand up and still play a good game but Trevor was not himself. The team I think is unprepared and I think dropping off the edge here and where we thought they were going to be. I think we're all pretty disappointed in the Jags right now.
1: Yeah. It's, it's feels like they're, and we know there's an injury now to Trevor Lawrence as well to go through, but it's like, it's, they've kind of been banged up for a little while now. And it's like, they could have taken a moment to freshen up, but they've kept just trying to survive and losing these games anyway. And it's now it's a, they kind of, kind of a bad flavor at the moment, Kato. It's like I kind of see them sliding. Yeah, that's not what really. I think
0: their trajectory is, is heading well down, which is super disappointing for the hopes we had and, and for what, the few things we've been shown. It's not over yet, though, but CJ Beathard did step in during the fourth quarter, taking over for Lawrence. He, uh, so Lawrence's injury, sprained AC joint in his right shoulder, which I believe is his throwing arm. Unknown if he will start next Monday on the Panthers. So a sprained joint, it just seems like, you're going to be feeling that all the way through playoffs if you get there. It's not looking good, but it is looking good for the Bucks, who can clinch their third consecutive NFC South title with a win at home against the Saints next week. So I'm looking forward to that preview. We could finally just close the book on the NFC South and just say, oh, see please. you later. Oh, please. Get out That'd of be here. great.
1: Because <laughs> it's hard to focus on them and the Jags at the moment. Yeah. Like, they got- <laughs> We've got two div- divs that are really making it hard for us to, to analyze it. So come on, guys. But that would be a big story game. Tampa can get that done. Moving on to the Bears versus Cardinals. Now, the Bears dominated this game, one twenty-seven 27-16, but it didn't have it all their own way. The Bears scored three straight touchdowns in the first half and also forced the Cardinals to punt three straight times. Taking the early lead, 21-0. to zero. This is basically where I checked out of this game, thinking it was pretty much done and dusted. You know, we're less than 22 minutes into the game. The Bears are dominating. Should be pretty good, right? Yeah. No. Nah. <laughs> they kind of let them back into the game here. And this is where the Bears, they need to learn how to win because if they had them done and dusted, they should have taken the game out of the hands of the Cardinals, not giving them any more opportunities, but they slowly let the Cardinals back into it. Pretty different game to the one that we saw against the um, 49ers where they sort of matched them hit for hit. They sort of had to work their way back in. became a pretty heavy running game after this. Justin Fields had nothing on the arm, all on the legs, and Khalil Herbert for them as well. That's where they got every advantage. Not a real – I wouldn't watch this one on a replay, everyone. It's uh, <laughs> Bears did what they need to, but they gave way too much openness to the Cardinals here winning yeah. 27-16.
0: This is a game of of no consequence to anyone, really. So <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I was just Move checking. <laughs> I was just checking. All right, let's go, Broncos first. Patriots. Now this game started off wild. Zappy, the Pats QB, has the ball. Goes to pass, sacked. Ball's loose. Broncos recover within five yards of the end zone. Then the Broncos have four chances. Can't score. Then the Pats get the ball. They can't convert. They have to punt. It gets returned to the thirty yard line. Then the Broncos score 7-0, and I thought, oh, my God, it's going to be one of these games where Mm. old veteran coach versus veteran coach, I don't know if they respect or hate each other. I don't know what the history is there, but they let their boys go play. The Broncos did not score until the fourth quarter after the Patriots had had a triple touchdown. It's all tied up, less than three minutes on the clock. It was sealed with a Pats field goal. Patriots won 26 to 23. Just a very, very strange game here. What did you think of this one, Holmes?
1: I actually think I had the most fun with this game. I don't know <laughs> why. I was enjoying it immensely. It was just, I guess I, there's a bit of illness in me. I like the carnage of it, like just <laughs> randomness. Was like what were they down? Like six, 16 or something in the last, and they come back to, to tie it up. And it's just, it's so enjoyable. The, I think it might have killed the Broncos' season, but there was also way too many close-ups of the coaches, which I asked not for from Senna. <laughs> so it was very, very sad at points. And even <laughs> when they win, they cross to Bill Belichick and come show some pure emotion. Show that
0: so something. <laughs> Just they had to come cut the
1: zappy pretty quick because he was having a great time. <laughs> he was enjoying himself immensely, throwing the jacket, but it looked cold too. Looked very cold for the oh, boys, man. but I had a great time in this game,
0: Kate. Such a weird game, and it is a massive bummer for the Broncos, who I think we're hoping to get back on that stretch, but they seem to be faltering now. They sit 7-8 and eight under the Raiders in the AFC West. Raiders are winning just on win percentage alone there. It's getting tight, and I don't know if that playoff spot is going to hold forever. And the Broncos trending down, homie. Raiders trending up. Yeah,
1: definitely. Oh, You've got to keep that winning formula You got because it it. it's time to win.
0: They did raise a question to Russell Wilson in the post-game conference uh, and they asked him what does he think his future holds in a career with the Broncos right now. Uh, now, I'm not going to ask you if Sean Payton will or won't keep him on, but I want to ask you, should he? Is Russell Wilson the best option going forward for the Broncos right now or should they start looking at new talent? I don't think so. I think he's
1: I've, – I've, I've enjoyed his season. I think he's had a good output. I don't know if he's going to – he doesn't seem to be able to win games for them. Yep. They have to sort of be in front. Um, but there's enough there to keep him there for another season. I don't think their team in whole has enough to go shopping yet. Yes. I don't think they're a team that, you know, is looking at being that superstar team. So maybe it is a time to rebuild too, though. Maybe put him out to the market and see if you can get a dollar for him. That's what I'm that
0: thinking. I'm just looking at the, the ceiling of Russell Wilson right now. How long is it going mm-hmm. to take you to build a good team around this quarterback? And, you know, is he going to be aged out by that point or injured? Because Russell was certainly not a young QB. Do you take that time? Do you develop the team? My money question is, it?
1: is he is he willing to be second to a rookie?
0: I doubt it. it you don't think so? <laughs> no, I don't reckon. I think, I don't know, Russell's an interesting cat. Let's say that for sure. But I don't think he would say he's a, a backup QB. I think he'd still be a number it'd be one. It would be great for else. him
1: to mentor someone. You could really oh, I'd he'd love be excellent. to see that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But let's
1: just wait to see. See, see, see what happened to James. The season might be coming quicker for them than they, they want.
0: Ooh, interesting, interesting. All right, we've got the last game. What are we I'm got? I'm gonna finish
1: someone who has got back to the winning formula. The Philly Eagles cat. They did it. <laughs> they we're back.
0: We're back. And it was a dominant Ooh. victory, right? It was super easy for them to beat the Giants, right?
1: Yeah, I think they ran out 33 to 17. Let me double-check that score for you. 33-25. Mm. Tommy DeVito didn't make the game out, Cat. He got benched in the midway through. Uh,
0: not good for your boy. No, not but not good for Tommy Cutlets, and he was assured and told by Coach Dable to the media that he had earned the uh, the title and that he could play out for the rest of the year. I kind of want to put uh, Dable on my naughty list now. Back after, after yep. Christmas, he's he's ruined that one. It's yep. a shame. Don't lie to us. That's no. very rude. But we we don't like that. Tyrod Taylor who came out in front. Yes, but let's focus on the
1: Eagles because they're the only one that really matters in this conversation. (laughs) With a stumbling step by the Cowboys, they now go back top of their division.
0: Oh, really? They've reclaimed I believe so.
1: I'm just I'm just saying this off the top of my head. Yeah, they have. They're eleven and
0: four now. The Cowboys are ten and five. I did not know that was the stakes at hand. Good job, Eagles. Yeah, so
1: what this does as well, it also puts the Cowboys on the road. So they're heading towards a potential matchup.
0: On the road of, in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, being on the road. That so is this exciting. is where it starts to
1: get juicy, where wins cost a lot. They're also so,
0: now neck and neck with the 49ers at 11-4. and four. Yep. Oh, it's so it's back. all It's We're all back. open again. <laughs> it's all open
1: again, Kat. There is, they have done us a very good treat oh, here for Christmas. And the
0: Lions at 11-4. and four. Oh my god! This is we're
1: probably all we haven't got time because we're always you know we haven't seen each other for a few days, so we've been talking for way too long. (laughs) You know that's how we do. Christmas get in the way of our friendship? How dare (laughs) it!
0: (laughs) But it's incredible.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to check all this in the previous show, I reckon, Cad, because there is some movement.
0: I actually can't wait for that episode now that we've got all of this stacked back up. The AFCs. You know, now the dominant contender because they beat the Kings of the 49ers. Oh, I'm so like, what's going to happen in the next few weeks? Because I think each team's getting better. And I think a good point of that is we didn't call one train record the week.
1: No, that was the fun. I could probably give it to the Cardinals and the Bears because just because they don't have any well, that's game. Not a train.
0: I'll <laughs> well, find the button. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> was it, we're going to play the Christmas song again, <laughs> <were you? laughs> Still in there
1: it is getting exciting now cad like it is it's christmas we're looking we're done now I'll we're like gonna it. get to a new year we're gonna get your new year's resolutions happening so we're gonna start to look ahead and it is exciting because what will 2024 bring oh it's gonna be a
0: good run it's gonna be a good one all right homie that's enough for this week let's wrap it up
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Onside Punt. Remember whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started on your NFL journey, we've got you covered. Remember to subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Onside Punt. And there is some TikToks as well. Thanks, Ken. It's been great.
0: Thanks, mate. Enjoy the Boxing Day test. Enjoy the rest of your holiday.
1: Oh, I can't wait.
0: I'm going to catch a ball. (laughs) What? And a cricket. Oh. (laughs) I just thought that's what you plan to do later. (laughs) That makes sense.